All right, hey y'all. This is Dominique um, with the first episode of Toasted Buns. I am very excited to start this podcast, this Audible journey, and to talk about so many things. Um, just about like from relationships to building your business to financial gain to mental gain, uh, trauma. All these great things that I music because that has to be, of course, included in there. So many great things that I have in store for this on today. Uh, I mean, throughout this, sorry, throughout this whole podcast that we have going on called Toasted Buns, I want to let it be known like what Toasted Buns is. So basically, Toasted Buns, I got this name when I was just driving one day or whatever. I just take little little strolls and the name just popped up in my head. And I was like, this is something that's going to grasp attention. Because also throughout all of this, not only do I want it to be about like, you know, of course, the joy, the laughter of life, but also talking about the seriousness of life, but then having that motivation in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so just um, at first, my episode was going to be about trauma, but I've been sitting here talking to my friend and decided to switch that up uh, to something that I feel like is very, very grand in this moment. But just to go back, as I was talking again about Toasted Buns, I was just driving, um, the name came to my mind, um, and kind of like the slogan that I like put to it is, it's a classic. But I just kind of put that out there in the beginning as it's a classic uh, because it simply is like that's exactly what it is like you know it's a classic like you ain't gonna find this anywhere this is this is we we twenty something we 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 grown we get we inch closer to thirties you know and, like we inch closer to like wait we, wait 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 wait. <laughs> wait 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 not even close to this but like you know like our like our older friends everything everybody's like we inching closer you know so we at the time of building our lives and all these other great things so toasted buns basically is about uh putting some heat on that you know <laughs> putting some heat on that and so at the end of the day like basically i want to start it off by like putting some heat on that relationship you get it so yeah. like putting some heat on that business that you got going on so that's what it is so you incorporate what you put heat on mm. so my goal is just to put some heat on that <laughs> that's mine that's mine you know put some heat on it <laughs> thank you so today i want to talk about relationships and just the the mere um aspect of them the things that we have gone through uh we were just having just a like great conversation because my friend have a, has a youtube channel and we were playing a little game called truth or drink <laughs> you know but so and um i Asked him if he would be on my podcast, and he simply said yes. So I'm going to let him introduce himself really quick or so. Go What's right going ahead. on, y'all? My name is Darius <laughs> White, um, D. White Jones on Instagram. Yes. That's like my only social media that I'm interacting with right now uh, on a limited basis. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I, Dom wanted me to be on her podcast, and I'm more than excited to be on it to see Thank her. You. You know, go along this journey. And um, yeah, we just finished filming a YouTube video of mine on my YouTube channel, Darius White on YouTube. So y'all can go check that out too. But I'm here to talk about whatever Dom wants me to engage with because I love talking. I love having conversations, intellectual conversations Mm -hmm. and things of that nature. And 
yeah, I love the whole podcast thing. I started a podcast a while mm-hmm. back. Not sure if I'll pick it back up. That's my own personal preference. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, like right. I love the podcast vibe, so I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, thank you. I of course you already know. I appreciate it. Whenever me and Darius we come together, we just have bomb conversation. Like I feel mm-hmm. like we always are able to overcome and see something every time that we talk. You know, we see something within ourselves. Mm-hmm. That's like, oh dang, I didn't even notice that until we had our conversation. Right. So it's like super cool. Um, so he was just explaining to me about, um, sorry, he was explaining to me about his relationship with someone and basically how it was debuted. (laughs) 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 It was debuted, how it was put out there, you know? And basically, would you say that it wasn't like the right moment for that? It wasn't the right moment. It wasn't the right way. Like it was just kind of, it was... I'm not, it takes a lot to embarrass me to the point where, like, I'm truly, like, sick over something. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe that happened. Yeah. But that, if I'm being honest, that, like, it was kind of embarrassing. It was yeah. definitely kind of embarrassing. Like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> but, yeah, it was. it was Like, a, something like that actually happened to me, though. Yeah. It was, well, yeah. Yeah, it, it was kind of, that. it wasn't more so, like, oh, my God, why me? Like, did that mm-hmm. really happen to me? But it was kind of like, I, I was just shocked because I didn't know she felt that way. And it kind of came out. In front of everybody. In that moment of her being intoxicated. Yeah, in her moment of her. Those are the moments that you know. (laughs) Those are the moments that you know, but those really are moments that it's like, oh, okay, like you know, because I feel like sometimes people just feel like a lot more looser, Mm. you know, and it just depends on the levels. Anyway, so that just as he was speaking about that, that reminded me of like a situation that I know that somebody has gone through. And uh, it was a it was a pretty crazy situation as they were explaining it to me. So I don't think I've ever explained it to you. Well, I, well, of course I didn't. So I'm explaining to you now. Uh, so what happened with this person is that they got intoxicated one time, and it was like crazy, right? And then so they met up with this person that they've only met one time, right? Mm-hmm. But it was because a mutual friend of theirs had. Like, was like, oh, yeah, so-and-so, they they out, like, you know, you should go hang out with this person. So, she ended up going to go meet up with them, and then, like, they told her, like, this crazy information. Mind you, like, she said that she was, like, beyond faded. Like, like you know, like, not drunk. Like, like, like drunk, fit, like, high, both mixed. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, like, like, you know, what, like, what, you know, like a Everything. transformation type of situation. Like, <laughs> like a whole new person. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that was like the whole situation. And basically, she explained that things happen that she regrets mm. big time, you know? And so in the midst of that, she ended up like building this relationship with this person that was based off of a regret, you know? Mm-hmm. It was based off of a toxicated, what am I trying, means, you know, mm-hmm. a toxicated mind, a mind that was not stable, you mm-hmm. know? And so I just want to basically put it out there about like how that has like a huge effect on our relationships, how alcohol has a huge effect on what mm-hmm. we do you know just like that whole what, party scene yeah, yeah the whole party it, scene about yeah. how it affects our generation like mm-hmm. big time and i feel like a lot of people 
get so much into the partying. Like, I know I've been told before, like, oh, yeah, like, Dom, like, you know, you can party, but, you know, like, make sure you still take care of your, like, you know, of your necessities and things Mm -hmm. like that. Some people don't have that balance to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. And the question is, are you willing, if you know that you can't balance it, to just give up, give that up? You know, right? Are you willing to just kind of like let that be that? That's not for you. Yeah, like, can you do that? You know, I I wonder that. Like, I know me. I didn't start like I didn't start drinking or doing the whole party thing until I kind of was fully aware Mm -hmm. or like like fully understood or knew for myself that I could handle it. Yeah, like I remember I used to get peer pressured or or people would try to peer peer pressure me into drinking, but I didn't start drinking until probably like maybe it's coming upon two years ago mm-hmm. like i didn't I, I had no interest in drinking like i it didn't i didn't want to be drunk i didn't want to be intoxicated i wanted to always be in my right mind yeah i always wanted to be in control i didn't like to smoke i didn't like to drink right being and in then, control that's right. that's huge that really is huge you yeah. have that clear mind right so once i did start drinking it was on my own terms like i tasted something mm-hmm. and then i you know i took i had a full drink to see how it made me feel i'm like okay you know, I, this is cool. Like, I'm still in control. And eventually, you know, it, it became a thing to where, like, I could have a drink every once in a while going out and I would stay in full control. Like, and I start to realize, I actually start to realize I have a very high tolerance for alcohol. Like, mm-hmm. like more than I expected. So I was, all, like, even if I was, like, super dumb drunk, I mm-hmm. was always in control. Like, I never felt like I was saying something that I wouldn't say if I was sober. Or, right. Or maybe I am saying something I, would, I wouldn't say if I was sober, but I know what I'm saying. Like, it's not like I'm not going to remember this tomorrow. Right. Or like, I didn't think about it before I said it. It, 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 it I still had liquid courage. Like, I still felt... Right. <laughs> I said things I probably wouldn't have said sober. Mm-hmm. But it, I was conscious of me saying, like, I knew, okay, I'm comfortable saying this. And I know I'm comfortable saying it because I'm drunk. But mm-hmm. I'm going to take advantage of it and say it. Like, it wasn't like, oh, right. I'm just speaking out the side of my neck. Like, talking out the side of my neck. But anyway, going off on a tangent as I always do. It's, but. it's totally cool because, I mean, that, but speaking on this, because, like, you know, you were explaining earlier about how, you know, your relationship was, you know, put out there, debuted. Mm-hmm. Now, if it had not been for her being in that intoxicated moment, mm-hmm. we both know that that may have not occurred, you know, right. in that way. Mm-hmm. And so because it has, now it goes like, what do you do about it? And Ooh. so, like, you know, so... Because that has happened, like, where did you go from there? Honestly, let me try to remember. As I, <laughs> I, can, I can only speak on what I think I remember. Yeah. So, I, I remember it happening. I remember being, like, shocked. Like, we had started talking. Like, this is in undergrad. This is college. Like, mm-hmm. I'm at the HBCU. Like, if anybody knows anything about being in college or specifically HBCU, once, you know, coming back from winter break is like starting a whole new school year. You know, the first party of... Second semester, everybody there, you know, you see, like, everybody want to, you know, show up and show out. And right. just turn up and have fun. Everybody missed each other. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. So, you know, we we have been talking the whole winter break, like, just texting on FaceTime, you know, things of that nature. And just kind of getting to know each other. Not really, not super deeply, but just, like, getting, like, the formalities out the way. And just, mm-hmm. you know, we found out we had a really cool vibe as far as, like, we, we shared, like, very similar humor and, like, we thought that was pretty cool. We just we just joke all the time mm-hmm. and flirt and all of that. So we get back uh, from winter break, and it's the first we all at the this first uh, like house party. Uh, I think it was a Greek party of the mm-hmm. year of the uh, semester, 
and like she has a little bit too much to drink and she starts being like she sees me i didn't even know she was here she sees me and like she kind of like snatches me up and starts dancing on me okay cool we right. dancing but then i'm starting to realize she's dancing to the beat of her own drum like <laughs> she <laughs> to the she, beat of her own drum she is in the zone like see her own she, and i'm uh-huh. so i'm starting to realize okay like you're more intoxicated than like normal than right like, like you're not even at you know a sensible intoxication like i can't have a normal conversation with you and eventually she starts kind of getting sick and like seeming like she might be about to throw up and like stumbling around and then Long story short, I have to kind of carry her out of the party. Mm-hmm. And it's a pretty packed party, so there are people inside, outside, on the porch, around the house, and things of that nature. So I carry her out to the side of the house. And, you know, I can't remember if she actually threw up or if she was kind of like spitting like she was about to throw up or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. But I just remember her being like loud and like calling my name and just like saying saying things to me like, just kind of like being all up on me, like like how a girlfriend would be, right? And just like showing, you know, just public affection and just like, and it wasn't there yet, right? And yeah, just like rubbing all up on me in public and just like, I mean, at the party, which, which uh, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't mind if I kind of if I was aware that this is the stage that we were jumping to or that we were at right. or whatever the case may be. If we had, if we were on the same page, I wouldn't mind. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of out of nowhere, and I think it's because she was drunk, obviously, and. I remember it kind of got to a point where like it wasn't it wasn't silly or funny to me no more. It had started to get irritating. Right. And I'm trying to take care of her, but she's trying to flirt and do all this stuff. And I think she noticed I was getting irritated and she was kind of like saying things like, oh, why you not like kind of like along the lines of like, why don't you want me? Mm-hmm. I don't think she probably I don't think she said those exact words, but just kind of saying stuff Paraphrasing, like that. Right. Yeah. Or and, and like what I, what I think most people in the party was like paying attention to or heard. And I don't too much care about what people think, but it, it, it really started to draw attention like to the point mm-hmm. where like everybody was watching us at, to an extent. Like she calling my name, telling me to wait for her, like just it got to a point where her friends was like kind of was like telling me to go home and like they got her, they'll take care of her. Yeah. And she was telling she kept asking them. I found out later she kept asking them, like, where's Darius? Where's Darius? Like just asking asking about me, just going like dang near acting like a psycho woman over me mm-hmm. which if if she ever hears this like i want her to know i, I didn't i never judged her for that i never like <laughs> i never right. thought she was a terrible person for that it was just a shock to me can i say and something like, like in the midst of that because you like just like that reminded me of something you said you never judged her for that right mm-hmm. um sometimes it can feel I, i'm i speak from experience that like so when a woman is liking a man and those type of situations do happen right mm. um basically it's kind of like something in the back of the mind that's like okay that's the person that i know um will take care of me in this moment you know like mm-hmm. that's the person that i want right now this person that i need everybody else forget it you know like <laughs> even though they're your friends you know your friends going to have you right? right but it's like no i need him right now He's going to take care of me. He's like, you know, and it's something about that because even when you're not in that mindset, that person being there became a comfort. So now Mm -hmm. you're in this whole clouded mindset Mm -hmm. and there's still a comfort for you. But I feel like sometimes not all, but some guys can judge women in those because Mm -hmm. they don't think like, you know, that's not a thought as to why she's choosing me, you know, in this moment. So I like, I, I, like the fact that you was like, I never judged her because there is though, there are those who don't judge and there are those who do right. and make you feel like, 
well, you should have never did that. You know, yeah. you, you, you were doing too much. You da da da. Like, you know, like, wouldn't you think that she already feel bad? Cause right. she, you know, yeah. as soon as she in her right yeah. mind, she like, dang, like, you know, like exactly. I real life was just going too, like doing too much. Yeah. But like, so the fact that of not judging in that is, I think is a great part of that. Yeah. And it helps to build that relationship, even though still talking about how it puts, it does put a damper on a relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it definitely, as much as I didn't want it to, it made me see her in a different light mm-hmm. and not intentionally. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't see her in a bad light, but I just kind of got a better understanding of where her head was, mm-hmm. but not, it didn't have the best delivery. Like, I found out where her head was in the worst way I probably possibly could have found out where, where yeah. her head was on things. And like I said, that doesn't mean I was judging her because, like, if I was judging her, I wouldn't have been there, like, taking care of her. Like, I would have, like, walked away from her and let her look stupid by herself. Mm-hmm. But I, I, like, I wasn't judging her. Like, I'm, I got your back. Like, if I'm cool with you, I'm your friend, we talking, we building a relationship, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be, I got your back. And that's, and I think, I think the essence of that, and not to toot my own horn, but I think that is probably what got her to, I guess, jump to that stage so quickly. Yeah. And then end up showing it because she was drunk because maybe I showed that I was, like, going to have her back or be mm-hmm. cool or be by her side kind of, like, unconditionally. So it gave off a boyfriend type of vibe. You know yes. what I'm saying? Like, which I didn't do intentionally. I think that's just how I was raised. Like, my, my mom instilled a certain respect and, like, loving energy inside of me that I kind of, like, show to women unintentionally. I just, like, yes. I, I be myself. And, like, and I think me being myself and being, tr- like, trying to be the best friend I can be to a person off rip. Yeah. Like I'm being that that good friend throughout the talking stage so it almost feels like I'm instantly a boyfriend to so, to some women I think yes. or like or like they get they they see what they want already. Yeah. So that, so some exactly. of them t- might might latch onto and I think she happened to be one of those people who seen what she wanted and kind of like dove for it. And maybe not intentionally dove yes. for it. <laughs> she just happened to be drunk. I happened oh to be there gosh. and it's like like her entire wall was down so yeah. like she just and like I said, I'm not, I wasn't judging her for that. Like, I'm totally, like, I understand. Like, I I always put myself in people's shoes in order to not judge them. Like, yeah. Like, I'm not going to, like, <laughs> you, you, if you were sober, you wouldn't have done that. I know. Yeah. That. So I'm not, like, I'm not, I can't judge you. Like, I, I would, I would feel crazy if I did something so, you know, embarrassing. And then, like, the person that, like, I was doing it to or, like, coming after or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. like, fronted on me and was like, just like walked away from me in the party or left me to just look stupid. Yeah. So I, w- I wouldn't do that to nobody else. So that resting back to like what you had said in the midst of that you, you were talking about how like you're the friend that you are. Right. Mm-hmm. And that reminds me a lot of myself. That's why, you know, me and you have been friends for a long time now. Right. Like, but that reminds me a lot of myself because basically we provide those same traits to each other. Mm-hmm. Those traits of caring for each other, knowing that I got your back, you got mine. You know, mm-hmm. like, of course, you know I've been there for you, you've been there for me. Like, you right. know, in different types of situations. And that's how we've been able to, you know, sustain our friendship and be able to grow and know each other's minds and, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. But that reminds me of a, a another circumstance to where I think, like, I may have, and it's about me, I may have gotten caught up in the fact that this person that I met was like amazing, you know, like mm-hmm. so amazing to me that their whole being, like they were like the greatest friend, right? And so, of course, be, thinking about relationships and things like that in your 
partner and your spouse, you're looking for that friend. You know, right, it's, right, a, it's right. a friendship that has to be there first that's than anything gotta, else. Right. Yeah, that's why they say you have to be friends before a relationship or anything mm-hmm. else happens. And so when it comes to, I'll speak for you know most women when it comes to us and we we have these male friends, um, and it's the male friends that have these traits of being nurturing, being caring, being Mm -hmm. gentle, you know, things like that. We're like, oh my God. Like, because let me be honest, I know a man who is nurturing, who is gentle, Mm -hmm. who is kind, who is (laughs) You is kind. You is kind. You is is You is loyal. (laughs) Shut up. You is loyal. But look, but look, for real. <laughs> Dang, you know, look, I done got into it. I was like, you is kind, you is loyal. But listen, that that's how it is. And so, uh, you know, like being his friend uh, is something that is still great to me. You know, mm-hmm. something that I still hold on to very dearly. But in the midst of that, his gentleness, his kindness, and all those other attributes that he holds. It's something that I was like, oh my gosh, you know, like, <laughs> hold on. Not only are you attractive, <laughs> but you hold all these great my, my, attributes. My. <laughs> my, my, my. Hold on. What the hell, how I fancy you. Like, you know, for real. <laughs> Not to watch too much Bridgerton. <laughs> Talking about too much Bridgerton, god dang it. You <laughs> too much, too much. But yeah, no, but for real, like, it's like, oh my God. So those, those attributes that males like you hold, you know, mm-hmm. it is, it's, it's very important for us women to have those things, you know, mm-hmm. because like, you know, when you get married, blah, 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 going down, you know, through all that. Um, basically, a woman does look for attributes as her father, you know, mm-hmm. um, or things that they have not received. Now, if, if it's things I, that they I have not. Some, I know some cases where right. they looked at for things they haven't received. And what, which is crazy. I, it's crazy that you say that. Not not to cut you off. I don't no, know. no, you're good. Go but right yeah, ahead. Like, I've noticed that that the women like throughout my life that have done that to me, mm-hmm. like have like kind of like gotten attached way quicker than I expected. Mm-hmm. They've all had daddy issues, mm-hmm. and I'm like, am I really that much of like? <laughs> <laughs> Say it. Say it. Say it now. Am I really like? Do I provide that like, fa- like a fatherly nurturing into this in the sense that like women kind of like what. Like, I swear, every woman has, like, fallen head over heels and, mm-hmm. like, done... And I'm talking, like, done crazy things before... Even before sex, before a kiss, before anything, like, just, yeah. like... And I'm, like... They typically have daddy issues. And not not all of them, I'm sure, but, like, the ones who, like... It was, like, really, like, okay, like, you're a wild... Like, like the one... I, like, the situation I just yeah. explained to you. I want to say she... I, like, not not to put her business out there. Not I want to say she has daddy issues, but she des- she definitely has told me some things she's lacked from her father or that mm-hmm. she wish she had. And now that you say that, it's like, maybe I was kind of filling up some of those voids. Absolutely. In her heart. I will definitely say absolutely that you most definitely probably were. And so that's why I was saying like, when it comes to those things that these women look in, they're either looking for things that they have not had from their father mm-hmm. or from any other uh, male figure in their life. So they find that in a, a, a spouse, you know, mm-hmm. they try to seek that in the spouse. And those are those who have not healed yet. Those are those who have dealing with trauma, you know? Yeah. And then there are those who um, have those attributes and it's kind of like, oh, dang. Because when they say, like, you leave your mother and your father, 
and you build a home for yourself, right? Mm -hmm. So then if your father was protective, if your father was nurturing all these things, right? And this woman is healed. And that's what she looks for in her spouse because that's what her father was. That's what she was raised upon, right? Mm -hmm. So she's going to want to build her home on those the same such things. Exactly. Raised, right? And so um, I can say, like, in the midst of this, like, I think <laughs> my, like, because I was so, like, oh my God, he's all of these things, right? That mm -hmm. um, I, like, started to. Didn't want it to get in the way of our friendship, though. I will say that. Absolutely mm -hmm. did not want to get in the way of our friendship. But I started to actually, like, oh, man, I think I actually like him, mm -hmm. you know? But I didn't want to be that, that person to where somebody always says, like, oh, um, women and males, like, women and men can't be friends. Right. You know, because mm -hmm. they're always going to, they're going to like them. But that's not true at all. Right. I that love is, I love proving that wrong. You know what? <laughs> like, Thank you. It's not true at all. It is not true at all. And so I didn't want to be the one for that. But it was just like something about this person that to me I was like like it's it's like a whole different type of situation, right? Mm -hmm. And so basically what I was going to kind of like maybe ask or <laughs> if if I'm gonna ask a question. Mm -hmm. Trying to see how I'm trying to phrase this. Um like how does that make you feel in that in that moment? So, like, say, like, you were me, right? Mm -hmm. And you were the guy. And I met you. You were so cool. Da, 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 da. Like, you know, for me, I'm, you know, look, I'm a Leo. <laughs> <laughs> you hear me? I said, look, I'm a Leo. I'm a dominant woman, okay? I, I know myself. Look, I'm dominant. If I see something, I'm like, okay, cool. Ooh, ooh. I'm the one who going to shoot her shot. You know, I shoot it, baby. I don't miss, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry. Not to be boastful, but look, I shoot. I don't miss. Look, so, look, in all honesty, so, you know, and at the end of the day, once I, like, you know, actually start to, like, hang out with him and get to know him and things like that, it's like, oh, man, like, we are super dope friends. Like, you know, that's really cool. But in the side of my mind, I'm like, okay, I, th I still think you're cute. Like, you know, <laughs> I still kind of got that little crush on you, you know. But so basically, um, putting yourself in his shoes. You're this nurturing, caring, kind guy, right? Mm -hmm. And then I'm this friend who, in the midst of her mind, is like, I actually... I'm starting to like you, you know, mm -hmm. but I, you know, we friends, I know we friends, but I'm starting to like you. And then I present that to you. And then you are like, Oh, well, I don't know what to do with it. So put myself in those shoes. Because the question is, have you ever been in that, in that circumstance where like, I like, you're like, Oh yeah, da, 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 we're friends, we're friends. Cool. Cool. Everything's cool. Everything's chill. Nothing too much, mm -hmm. you know? And then it's kind of like, Oh, okay, well I'm going to just, Put my feelings out there, but not to make yeah. anything weird, not to make anything different, but to make well, sure that everything's clear. Yeah, I've, I've like if I put myself put, to put myself in those shoes, which I've been in before, a couple of like separate times with separate people. I think that it's just like I'm the type of person where like I'm gonna be cool regardless. But if I don't want something with somebody, it's gonna make it's go it might make it weird for me maybe for a moment or maybe mm -hmm. not depending on it 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 just depends on that that like that type of friendship with that girl like are we friends enough to where like if she lays that on the table and that's not where like that's not what I want to do like we can right. stay friends 
And I've been in situations where, like, totally, like, that's laid on the table, but it was understood that's that's not what I wanted. So, like, right. And, like, we remain friends, and that's good. But then there's some situations where it's, like, like, it's laid on the table. It's understood that's not what I want. And then, like, we move on. But then, like, she's brought it back up multiple times since then. And it, I don't know, because, I mean, I'm not, I, don't, I don't really get uncomfortable. <laughs> like, I do mm-hmm. sort I can, but... It's like, I feel like as long as it's understood what I do and don't want, like, she she knows that, but I think her mom, like, the specific... Wants something more for you guys? Her, 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 her mom kind of eggs the idea on. And, yeah. I, and I think to her mom, she kind of denies, she kind of like, mom, that's never going to, like, she... But I think she kind of wishes, like... I would Maybe. say I would say like I would egg it on so she could be like oh yeah it like so she like I yeah. feel like if I if I egged it on with her mom she would join in like she's only saying like no because I'm saying no yeah or she's only or she's only like denying it or saying like no that's not gonna happen because I'm saying that mm-hmm. so I don't know it it's kind of uncomfortable because it's like once you spend so many years being friends with somebody it's kind of like like that's like. That's really like your homie, like your sister or your sister figure, your best friend, homegirl, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. And like after so long, that relationship is so that bond is so tight. It's like. But still, throughout this whole time, this friendship was building. It's kind of been like this background thought of like, yep, like we, we could be together, but no, like we could. But I don't think I like you like that or this would probably ruin our friendship because we would probably clash heads too much and then end up disliking each other and now we're not even friends. Right. We're not nothing. And I find myself doing that sometimes. I think I've done that a handful of times out of my life where, like, I meet a girl mm-hmm. and, like, we cool and before I know it, like, we didn't even mean to become friends. Like, we just, like, say we, was, we had the same class and, yeah. like, we just started joking together and then before you know it, we start bonding and now we friends and then, like, we never put any words or titles to anything so before you know it, we flirting and then if we start to realize, wait, I like you. We built a pretty cool bond, but mm-hmm. I don't think I like you in that way. And if I did, I think that I can tell that I would only like you for, for like lustful reasons or for the moment. And I mm-hmm. probably would my my dis not dislike, but like oh, how do I put this? Like if you like you know how you can be cool with some people? Yep. But like if you got into an intimate situation with them, you see things that you'd be like, hell, like, I, I, I want to strangle you. Like, you like, yeah, like, uh-uh, like, I would probably want to strangle you every not. day. Like, I'd be like, you would drive me up a wall. Yeah. And I feel like with her, that's kind of like what happened. Like, we was friends and we was cool for so long. I think one reason we was friends, like, because when we met, I think the reason she never shot her shot is because one, this is, this is words out of her mouth. She mm-hmm. felt like I was too cool for like I was out of her league basically. Oh wow. Which was surprising to me. Yeah. Two, I was in a relationship, I think. Yeah, I, or I, I think I, I got into a relationship shortly after me and her met. Mm-hmm. Which means I was talking to somebody at the time. Yeah. And then by the time I probably wasn't in that relationship, she was in a relationship. So it was always one of us was in a relationship. In a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think it wasn't up until like recently or maybe maybe a couple of times in between, like in the last few years. But it wasn't up until recently to where like we were both like 100% single. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Uh, that was like within this past year. And I think that's when things started to get like, hmm, we've never ended up here before. 
the opportunity is right there. But it was mm-hmm. like, that's not, that's when I truly realized I don't, like, I don't want her in that sense, like, at all. Like, I yeah. don't, like, it's not, like, I, I, and I, and I think I've noticed that over the years, just like taking subconscious notes, like, oh no, like, cause, cause when you're just friends with somebody, you can kind of escape the things you don't like about them. Yeah. Like, oh, I'll hang out with you another time. Or, oh, I just won't speak on that's that. That's very not, true. Or, like, oh, yep. I won't speak on that because I don't... Like, I don't have to speak on that because that's you and your private life. It doesn't yeah. really affect me like that. I don't have to lay with you at night. I don't have to spend yeah. all my time with you. So, yep. like, certain things you do don't even require me to speak on or require yep. me to be bothered by. But make us become one, so to speak, or start dating. And now... Now I have to take that into account. Right. Now I have mm-hmm. to deal with your certain mood swings, attitudes, or... Whatever the case may be. Now I got to deal with certain things that might irritate me. Yeah. That you do. Now I got to deal with, you know, I got to communicate with you a certain way or talk to you a certain way. Or I got to deal with, and now I'm overthinking what you do because now we in an intimate relationship. Now I'm overthinking like, why'd you say that like that? Or why'd you do that? Did I upset you today? what I do? Like, it's a mm-hmm. whole different ballgame. And I realized that about that one specific girl. Like, I no, we would not could be we would not be compatible. <laughs> we would not be compatible. Like we make great to that we make great friends. Let's keep it there because yeah. it, it's moments even in our friendship where I feel like pushing you down the stairs. So I, <laughs> so I know. So would, I know so if you know if, if be you worse. become my boo. <laughs> right, I would probably that'd be an everyday thing probably. <laughs> oh my god! Not gosh. that I would really push anybody down the stairs, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I totally get it. And so, like, yeah. Wait, that wait, whole... wait, 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 wait! I might forget. <laughs> I got something else to add to that. And on top of that, I think, like, the women in my life right now, like, mm-hmm. the, the couple of them that have ever, like, expressed that they have been attracted to me, but, like, we never took it anything, you know, took it anywhere further. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they're so close to me now, and I respect them so much that I wouldn't do that to them. Because yeah. I know me, mm-hmm. and maybe in the grand scheme of things, I could be a great husband or a great whatever, right? a great boyfriend or whatever, but I know at this point in my life, I would be very neglectful. I would like there's a lot of things I would lack at and I don't have a desire to like yeah to like stand up to that right now cuz I'm, yeah. I'm focused on so many other things mm-hmm. I don't even want that on my plate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And I know like cuz I was talking to you about it before about like you know that's what that's exactly where I am now. Mm-hmm. I can't I cannot be in a relationship. <laughs> you know and let's be honest it it has taken me a long time because I felt like that is something that I had to have in order to be what like worthy of this generation. You get what I'm saying? Really? Yeah, like yeah, like oh, a woman like a she needs to be in a like you know like not like not like it's being said out like they're like oh you need to be in a relationship to be this. It's but kind of like an unwritten every rule. yeah, it's like an unwritten rule. Everything that you see and all this other stuff, it like going on dates, going on trips, and all this other stuff, you have to have your spouse. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you rarely see, like, you know, every now and again, it's like you and your girlfriends or, you know, the homies or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, they go out on a vacation. Everybody go on a vacation. But it's always like, oh, a male and female going on vacation. Oh, it's cute. It's this and this and this. And especially in this time where, like, we at the age where the people who we grew up with have children. Right, they like, getting like, married. We're, we're at you buy, get what I'm saying? We're at buying a home, married, <laughs> family, age. Right you know what I'm saying? So we like at a home, buying a home, having you building your career. So your prime could be your thirties. So you can have your mm-hmm. prime years all set, and you know, being married and having the grand scheme of life and everything like mm-hmm. that. So I think that at the same time, when I met this friend, you know, and mm-hmm. he had all those attributes, 
attributes, I had that in my mind. You felt like, yeah, I got it early. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. You're like, yeah. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. I got it early. It's about to be good. Some, 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 you know? And so, like, when I would put it out there, that, like, um, that, and then when he was like, oh, I don't know what to do with it. You know, mm-hmm. not even in a bad way. Like, ah, nah, I don't like you. Bump you. Like, you know, skip this. You know, whatever. <laughs> not like that. Not I hate even you, that. Actually, right? Like, I actually hate you. <laughs> you actually ratchet. Your hair nappy. Your hair uneven. <laughs> Your hair uneven. You know. So it actually like it wasn't it wasn't like that in that mm-hmm. way. But it was just kind of like I don't want to say anything in this moment to lead you in a path of you thinking that this will be going left or this would be going right, right you know um which i respected and then at the same time i'm like well dang that still leaves me like with something that i have to deal with with myself right mm-hmm. but do i really need to should i really deal with this with myself or should i be asking for more clarity but you know because sometimes when women don't have all the clarity that we need and we come that's why we we get a little information like oh okay cool and then mm-hmm. we leave we come back one so thing, that's one thing women that's one thing i've noticed and i try so. i try not to generalize women but it's happened time and time again it's true women can be very obsessive with like <laughs> a point that they want to like either because understand we, yes, or get across yes. like y'all like y'all, y'all might not get a clear answer but like the answer could be clear enough to where it's like <laughs> it's like you know what you know right, what like, you, like, know, you know and then you like you like and then you like you leave because look i've done this before i was like oh okay okay cool and then i'll go home and i'll start thinking about okay but then, honey, he said this. So does that mean that, or does this mean this? Well, look, I don't want to come up with my own stuff. So look, and then I'm like, I ain't gonna ask him to next month. <laughs> next month, bro. Dude, I ain't gonna ask him next month. Just wait, just wait, just wait. You know, I gotta let you. I gotta let you cosplay. Have your time. You know. So then, you know, in the midst of that, when we hanging out, you can be cool. You know, you, you ain't thinking about it. I ain't think. No, I am thinking about it. You not thinking about it because gotcha. you like I gave. <laughs> gotcha. You know. You in the, in the midst of it, like, you know, I'm thinking about it. You're not thinking about it. But look, I'm like, hey, you know, everything's cool. It's cool. And then that month rolled by. So I was just thinking about how, um, you know, and I've been thinking about it from, from the day forward. But, but speak. So, oh, no. No, go right ahead. I was about to say, just speak, like, speaking to the, the, the fact of, like, being, or, like, women kind of being obsessed when it comes to intimate and that's not all women at all yeah i've experienced a lot of women that get kind of obsessed over like boyfriend girlfriend type stuff yeah intimate situations and what does that mean like what you said and how does how does this make you feel Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and i want to kind of highlight or just like speak on the fact that it always kind of makes like mind boggles me because i've never been the type of person to be like i've always thought the world kind of overly does the whole love thing and lovey-dovey and relationship thing yeah i think it's too like we're humans humans i've heard this before do you think that it's a fantasy like because i've heard that before somebody has said that Mm -hmm. to me like oh what you want and what you're looking for it's all a fantasy and i'm like dang is it really hold that thought i'm gonna (laughs) gonna come back to that and speak with it actually i i have a I think a pretty unique perspective on it mm-hmm. might not be that unique, but unique to who it's just amongst who I've had conversations <laughs> yeah, about. It. Yeah. But, um, I think that we just, we think about it too much. It's a part of, absolutely. I mean, it is part of our everyday lives, marriage, kids, you know, procreating, we see it all the time. Mm-hmm. You, that's going to happen. But I think it's, it's some, some people live and breathe 
relationship and mm-hmm. he said she said and who am I talking to next who am I hooking up with next like yeah. some people live and breathe that uh-huh. one being like I have a family member that does that and it's it just mind about like every time she, she wants to have a conversation it's always about a boy relationship, it's yeah. always about relationships it's always about Oh, how do I look? Do I look this way, or is and it's all and the looks always relate to how a guy would perceive her. Yeah, and it's like, why? Do you think why? he would like this? Do you exactly. think he would think this way exactly. if I do this? And I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I never understood why does your like, you you can tell that she wakes up, eats, think, lives, go, thinks, and breathes uh-huh. relationship. Why I almost say girl? I said girl. <laughs> <laughs> relationship thoughts and. He's and like, what does he think? Like, I don't, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine living like that. Yeah, I couldn't imagine just every waking moment of my life always coming back to love and like love, like intimate love and like not, I don't, and lust. Like, I'm not talking about like love of family, love of child. I'm talking about like you always worried about who you talking to, who you hooking up with. Mm-hmm. Like, there is so much more to life. There is so much more to life. And some may say I'm too much of the extreme, the other extreme of like of. Of lack of it. Lack of it and only thinking about career and building things and traveling and creating. Because that's really the bulk and the the meat of my life. But that reminds me, like, when you say that, like, on mm -hmm. the other side of the spectrum. Like, so there's one side of the spectrum where it's, like, fully, like, you know, love and cherishing moments. And then it's the other side of the spectrum where you were just saying, like, there's so much more to life. Like, I've Mm -hmm. heard that before by another male where he's like, there's so much more, like, why are you focused on this? Why are you worried about exactly. this so much? That, you know, that's how I feel. and yeah, and I completely get that. And I'm like, okay, like you know, I do get that. But at the same time, like I had to explain to somebody, like for me, it's not really like so much love, da da da, or this or this and that. Like, cause I, for me, I have to have time by myself. I do. Mm-hmm. So, but I had to explain, like, I have to have clarity on basically like which direction mm-hmm. is my that life i can't be in a gray area in this gray area there's too much chaos there's too yeah. much room yeah. for misdirection and right. misconception so i think that's why sometimes it could be well even though i don't think that think waking up and thinking about what this man or woman is thinking about this guy or this woman you know like um mm-hmm. i don't i don't think that you should wake up and that should be the first your thing on your life, mind right. you know the first thing that should be on your mind is thank god that i woke up Mm-hmm. And then, you know, what's what, going to improve your life? Thank you. What <laughs> am I going to do today that is going to improve my life? So or knock them goals out, whatever the case may be. Yeah. And and one of your goals, I think it's fine for one of your one of uh, a woman's or just a person's a guy's goals to be to be in a marriage or relationship or whatever. That's fine. Yeah. But I tend to run across people who idolize the, it. Who, who idolize it, and the, and that's the main and sometimes only thing that they worry about yeah who am i with who am i hooking up with that's their top goal that's the top thing they talk about right like they they will literally and i'm talking about creative people people with passions for their job or let me tell you this and and they will throw that away and not neglect it all because they're so focused on trying to get in a relationship or who they hooking up with because they need it and i'm like i've never been but let's be honest you being a creative person and me being a creative person Let's say, like, when we're single, we are so deep into our creation. Yeah, yeah, we are so exactly. passionate about it, right? And that's but then why. here's the thing. But at the same time, we know that we're procrastinators. We know that we know. So then, when we meet somebody, we got this person who is like, when well, you know that you have this creation 
that you have to work on and stuff. But this person, I just love being with this person. Exactly. This person does it. But then also at the same time, they help you with your procrastination. Not saying that they are a, a you know a crutch for you. Mm-hmm. You you may you know really like them and things, but they take away that creation. So it has to get to a point to where it's like healthy. I can create. But we talked about that the other day. For I me, can create and for, still have this right, this right. relationship. I get it, but but for me. Like you said, we're creative. So with me, I value my career and my purpose yeah. and my creativity, what I was put on this earth to do, mm-hmm. a lot more than I value being in a relationship with somebody. Mm-hmm. And that's at this moment in my life. Of course, I would hope that I feel different once I find that right person. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. But right now, that's what I value more. Like I don't want to because I found myself being in deep situations and neglecting my creativity, neglecting my purpose, mm-hmm. even neglecting God, like neglecting my relationship Absolutely. with God while not intentionally doing it. Absolutely. Like, I would pray constantly not still. Not intentional. Right. I would pray constantly still. I would go to church or mm-hmm. go online, whatever whatever the case may be. Like I would still be in my regular routine, but I wouldn't be, it, there would be no substance in there. The the, the, the fire wire wouldn't be, wouldn't yeah. be actively yeah. in the cycle. Like I, would, like I wasn't as connected and not even... Not even on purpose. Like, I didn't... Like, oh, well, God, I'll be back. Like, it wasn't yeah. like that. But it was just like, I would be so deep in this situation to where, like... like it's happening to me. I mean, well, because, you know, like, for me, especially, like, when mm-hmm. it like when it comes to my relationship with God and things like that, like, the, the bad thing about me is I know when I need to not talk to a person. Mm-hmm. And then I know when it's like, okay, God's like, okay, this person is, you know, it, it, it's right, right? Mm-hmm. And so I tend to... Uh, crave <laughs> the thing that's not supposed to be there. So I tend to like crave it. Um, but you know, I tend to crave that more. And mm-hmm. so I like lean more into that. Right. And, um, so like, you know, I was in a relationship for a long time with somebody and we went to the same church and everything. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, you know, if we got into an argument and we didn't see each other, so say we got into an argument on Friday, we didn't talk on Saturday. We see each other on Sunday when I'm at church, guess what's in my head? This nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, this. Like, you know, I ain't thinking about Jesus saved my spirit, but Lord, please be touching my soul in the midst of why I'm glaring like this nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, for real. So, but getting to that point, so it, it can be a distraction. When it becomes a distraction for God, that's like the biggest thing for me. Yeah. That's the biggest and, thing. And, and the, the, the crazy thing about it is, the time that I did get distracted from my relationship with God or my purpose, I was totally conscious the entire time of what was exactly. going on. Exactly. Like Very I, conscious. I, it's like, like he does not let you not know. Right. Like, like maybe I didn't do it intentionally, but I was aware that it was... Yes, that, that it, it was, was happening. That it was happening. Mm-hmm. Like, I was aware that a few times... Like, I was definitely aware. Let's just yeah. say that. But I think that... I went, We went off on a tangent, sort of, kind of, but... I know we did. But <laughs> what I was saying was... My desire for my purpose to live out my purpose on this earth, and what what God put me here for is a lot stronger than, oh, I need to talk to somebody. I need to lay with somebody. I need to yeah. hook up with somebody. Like I don't like I gotta have somebody up under me. Like I gotta be with, you know. I I, I just gotta I gotta have a whole I gotta roster. gotta like yeah. yeah I gotta have a whole roster just just waiting for me to just you know I I gotta be messing with this and messing with like no but but think about it like when we were in high school if you didn't have a list of women if you didn't have a list of men that wanted you 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 weren't you weren't 
you weren't it, you know? Right, which is, like, but, I, but I've never so, subscribed to the BS thank you. of high school. Never though. subscribed That's to why it. I was such never an outcast. Never hated like, it. Thank you. Right. We were part of the outcast crew. <laughs> <laughs> we were. We was called the cool kids with a C, okay? Right. Like, <laughs> we were the outcast crew. Right. That was us. And so, like, you know, never subscribing to that. And so, it's like you you looked at as you weird because you don't want to fit in the society right. of in high school. The people who want to be, who was all caked up in these relationships, where are they now? Where are they now? And not to talk stuff. And like, we don't, we not, right. don't, we, not, we talk stuff. <laughs> but look, look I'm just going to say, look, this, like, this is, this is a real podcast. Here you are, you with Toasted Buns. We lighting that heat on this relationship. <laughs> we lighting the heat right now on this. Like, where, where are they now? You know, are you really where you want to be? But you right. were focusing in that relationship in high school and things like that. And then those high school traits came to your grown traits. Exactly. And now definitely. you think about like, who am I with this time? Does this person say on social media? Do they see me taking pictures of this? They see me, exactly. you know, are they seeing me doing this? Are they seeing us do this? Like, exactly. you know, and then all along your relationship is not everything that you try to paint it to be. Right. Which is why but, I don't. I don't depend on relationships. And don't get me wrong. Who doesn't? Like, I'm the type of person. I'm we were designed to to, actually, be, to be in relationships. We're social we were, creatures. Thank right? you. We and were designed like, for that. Like, I do like being in a relationship when I'm in. Well, let me, <laughs> let me not don't, be. Ah, I, like, he's I, a world. I, I, I would. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, look I, forward, I look forward to a great relationship thank with the you. right woman. But, exactly, man. But, I, like, I enjoy relationships. Because I like the bonding. I like that. Thank like you. That, it's that, the um, bond. Yeah, I like, the, I like that whole idea of a unit. Don't get me wrong. I want to be married one day and all of that. But I don't look at... I he want to be married, y'all. He's single. <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> I'm not <laughs> looking for that no time soon. And not to, and not because I'm anti-marriage, anti-relationship. Right. No. I just... I'm focused on what I'm doing right now. And it, mm-hmm. may, it may sound cliche, and that's not my intent. But it is what it is. Like, I don't... I, I hate being gung ho into you know on dating and jumping out there and yeah. hopping around like no like for what then you like I've, I've seen it I think that we're so used to that and it becomes so normalized yeah. to just date so much so much which ain't nothing wrong with it that's what you no. want to do but I think some people because you hear do it because they feel like other people do it yes that too but then something just came to my mind if when you were talking about that is like at the fact that like with dating um when people would tell you like. Oh, just date around. See what you like. For me... That turns out into I, a mess. A, a whole... <laughs> a whole mess, okay? Like, you're not... You're not... You can just talk to whoever you want to. But for me, I can't. I don't... I don't want to. Because for me, like, people may say, Oh, Dom, like, you're young. You're only 23. You have so much life to live. I have so much life to live. But the things that I have grown up in circumstance that I have gone through have grown me up. Mm-hmm. You know? And has put me in this mindset of I'm not 23, you know? So what I think, how I act, all these other things are not, you know, presented. And that's why, like, I want things for somebody who is, like, you know, maybe 29, 30, you know? Like, I want 26, 27. Mm -hmm. I want those Mm -hmm. things that they, like, that they have. But at the same Mm -hmm. time, I know that I have to, you know... It's not a cliche to say focus on myself. Right. To build myself. Because you can't build on nothing. Like you have you no you have to have a foundation for yourself. Right. So Which is actually a period of time I consider I consider this period of my life my mm-hmm. foundation building period. I it's mine too. Enough. And so that's why in the beginning of this year I took myself vacation vacation, right? I need to do but, that. I mm-hmm. did, I did. But let me be honest. 
So I, like, you know, I told you, mm-hmm. um, the last few months of 2020, it was bad. Mm-hmm. Like, it was bad for me. And I told you about it. And um, so even when I took my self-cation, I was basically in this nasty situationship. It mm-hmm. is what it was. It was it was bad. It was terrible. You know, like it was bad friendship situationship. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. And I it was I was in this and I did not want to be. You know, from like the very beginning. So sometimes we find ourselves in these situations and they they're situ they're not relations, they're situations because you never wanted to be in it. And you never and put then, a, a and title. And you never put yes, you never put a title on, you never put a stop on it, you never done anything to mm-hmm. stop it. You just let it go, oh, you know? Wow, so now at control. the at the yeah. And I say that I just let it go. And then mm-hmm. I let it get out of control to the point where I was like, dang, all right, this year I'm going to focus on myself because I was doing great. And then, boom, all this happened. And then we forget, we forget and then we to for- take control. Thank you. We forget to take control when these things I think, happen. I, I think we that's forget that thing. no is an answer. Mm-hmm. That it's okay to, to say, uh-uh, I'm good. And it's okay to think about the fact that you was good. You, you was good Thank not even you. knowing this person existed. So Thank you'll be good. You, <laughs> I'll be good be, after, okay? Be more than good after. But yeah. sometimes in it, you may not feel like it. I'm the type of person... I would say I'm an emotional or mental hoarder. Like, yeah, I, me too. I can hard, say it's that. It's hard for me to cut people off or let yes, them go. Yeah. If I don't have a super solid like reason, like a they, super like it has to be strong. Right, it got to be a strong, like, powerful reason. Out, right. They got to flat out. You got to respect me. Like, thank you. Or, and, but and that's if, what happened. And if they don't, like, if it's just a bunch of confusion, I can't yeah. just let it's. Well, I can now, but it has been hard in the past for me to let somebody go over just a bunch of confusion and mess mm-hmm. because I didn't get a solid boom. Like if I didn't get a yes. solid like jab to the jaw, like yeah. a, like some real disrespect, yeah. it's hard for me to let go because I'm, I'm a hoarder. Like I'm like, no, I want to stay connected with this exactly. girl because mm-hmm. this, you know, I want to make sure she could, she good, she breathing, we friends, we mm-hmm. cool. We friends, we but cool, yeah. But we in a toxic situation, I'm offended when she's hanging with such and such. I don't want her talking to this person. I don't want her thinking she could talk to anybody else because now I feel possessive over her. Yeah. Because I've been I've bonded with her and I feel like she's mine now, which is kind of toxic. Yeah. And now we're just in this toxic in this, situation. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And then you just get caught up in that. But like you were saying, like unless you unless you have disrespected me to the point where it's kind of like you have like literally like feel like you have man like beaten me to the ground. Right. Which like I told you, that's how. I felt that's how I feel now. Mm-hmm. And it's still something that I'm still healing over because now it's become trauma. I let this situation that I never wanted to be in cause me pain, hurt, and trauma because I did not follow through with me being good before. You right. get what I'm saying? But- so it's about... Boundaries and consistency now. Boundaries, consistency, and throwing situationships and, away. Thank and throwing <laughs> situationships y'all, away. Any everybody listening, don't get into no situation. Don't let it go. Don't, don't consciously let get into a situation. It, it ain't gonna cause you nothing but hell. It's, come toxicity. On. Come on, preach, preach. All of that because a situation <laughs> shit is literally meant to be preach. bullshit. Preach. <laughs> literally, literally meant preach. to be BS crap. Like it's, it's meant to go downhill. It is. It's, it's absolutely meant to go down. Down. And so the thing about it is if you don't want to be in a relationship, do not get in it. If you don't want to be in that friendship, do not build. Because a situation ship is literally built a very simple way. Because listen, to be toxic. can we say this real quick? 
<laughs> I know we about to end, but can we say this real quick? Is the fact that you get in these situationships, right? Mm-hmm. You never want to be in. And then things just start happening. Next thing in your mind, you're like, oh, okay, well, maybe. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, well, okay. it's still, hold on. I never want to do this, but all right, maybe. I mean, maybe this could. I mean, right. I mean you, I and then you think you got all these maybes throughout it all. You're like, oh, maybe. And then, maybe. But, but as you may be in, all as this you time may be is passing. Thank you. So you're spending yes. time, time under your belt in this yes. situationship, which is making it harder to leave because now yes. this so called you And then you all of a sudden get in this, this fake emotional entanglement because you're like, and oh, you feel this right. way. But it's not um, even really fake because... Mm-hmm. We're human beings. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah you call them this relationship, but you're in a relationship. Yeah, you Let's are. Be real. You're in a relationship. <laughs> you're in a full blown relationship. <laughs> but it's a you situ- was taking care of them. Yeah, it's, you it's only was. a situationship because you never put a title on it. Nobody uh-huh. ever flat out vocally committed. So now they flirting, going out with such and such, and doing what they want to do, going about their own lives. They ain't even got to talk to nobody. Else. They just kind of like neg- not giving you as much attention and yep. going about their own lives. And now, and now you offended, but you really can't be. You, you looking can't at yourself be. crazy because you're like, we're not committed. We're not in a relationship. Yeah, but y'all are. Y'all may not be y'all may not be in a relationship by voice, but y'all, the things y'all been doing, y'all in a relationship. You in a full blown relationship, you done, baby. You done damn near moved in. <laughs> you done moved in. Y'all okay. going out all the time together. Y'all going on regular dates to, to okay. restaurants. Y'all done met each other's parents. Like, <laughs> Shoot. God dang it. <laughs> y'all in a relationship and, yeah. denying, and y'all denying it because y'all scared of commitment. Yeah, and that's that's hold on. That's gonna have to be a whole nother it's talking about being scared of commitment and being afraid. I got stories for days. Which is sad because I ain't never been a type of person who was scared of commitment because No, I've never I been scared of commitment. Absolutely not. Let I me I tell you going. this. Even when I have been broken down to the most of broken by a man that I've been in situationships or relationships with, right? I still get back up and still want mm-hmm. to achieve that. That will never stop me from loving, from wanting to be a great woman, mm-hmm. want to be a great wife for my family, for myself, you know, and for whoever else's life that I need to impact. That will never stop me from doing that. And so, because, like, I would get told, like, because for me, like, I would tell you, Darius, I love you. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, when I become friends with these guys, I would, like... I would tell them, like, hey, like, you know, it's good. Like, you are loved. And things like, when they, especially when they're going through things. I'm an empath. <laughs> I'm, I'm very empathetic. Like, I'm if empathetic. I see you cry, I'm going to cry. Trust me. I'm like, I want you. Are you okay? <laughs> cry. So, but I've taken that and that I've been, it's been backfired on me because I've been told, like, oh, I thought you was in love with me. I was like, <gasps> did you? <laughs> right? You hear me? I said, oops. Uh, who's, whose problem was that? Was that really mine or was that yours? Right. You know, but so that that becomes a, a huge thing within itself. But you, uh, yeah, man, this has been great. <laughs> this has been a great yeah. conversation. To oh, tie it man. all up on my end. Yeah. Like I said, throw situationships in the trash, leave Please. them hoes in 2020. <laughs> Please um, leave it. Leave it all. Remember that life is more than relationships. Yes, it is. Uh, To, you know, tie up the first topic of you know embarrassment or you know not Mm -hmm. allowing yourself to i don't know like girls just kind of or anybody kind of jumping the gun or allowing alcohol to make them jump the gun yeah yeah just be more cautious and don't don't, be very cautious don't don't scare nobody boundaries because everybody ain't like everybody ain't understanding no they're not and everybody you have to know that when you are meeting these people you know and Mm -hmm. these friends and things like that 
they don't know completely who you are. You know who you are. Mm-hmm. And so whenever something happens, a situation happens, they don't know who you are and they take it in a different way as you, it's because they don't know you. Even though you know your intent, you know your heart. So you have to be aware and be cautious of yourself and things like that. And if it's no, it's no. Okay, I'm just going to say that. If it's no, it's no. And But let me just clear this up. That's why I ended up taking my self-cation. But even on my self-cation, I was still dealing with the trauma of the end of the year. I was mm-hmm. dealing with that stuff that happened. But I, in that time, I was able to reflect and say, you know, mm-hmm. all right. It's time to deal. Okay. So thank you guys for listening to the first podcast of Toasted Buns with the guest Darius White. Please follow him on Instagram at Darius White, right? Nope. It changes. It's D at D White Jones. White like the color. Yes. Everything else should be self-explanatory. Thank you for having me, Dom. Thank you. And I am Artist Marsha A. R-T-I-S-T-M-A-R-S-H-A. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining Toasted Buns. Have a great time.